0: Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, motherfucker. Shut up, I'm talking. Shut up, I'm
1: talking.
0: So, as you know, we have the Shut Up, I'm Talking voicemail. Call 832-580-0427 anytime and leave your voicemail, and it will be on the air. We happen to have one voicemail in the hopper today, so let's hear it.
1: I have a question that everybody wants to know, especially you, because you know we all saw you buy the CD. Will Ace of Base ever make a comeback?
0: Now this, of course, we can tell. Nobody else can. That's your brother, Danny.
1: I cannot believe that he wrote he sent that in. I mean that is just disappointing.
0: <laughs> I could tell it was your brother. How? He has your same raspy voice except it's more than a little fay. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: well I wish I could disagree, but
0: <laughs> Now that reminds me, I was thinking of this the other day. I remember the first time I met your brother, Danny from the topic i could isolate the actual date and it was july 25th 1980
1: 1980
0: 1980 i was 10 years no i take it back i wasn't 10 years old i was eight years old
1: eight years old
0: this was in coverstone in manassas virginia just a lovely hamlet
1: oh yeah of course
0: i'm there with my cousin michael and i'm looking up at you and i'm going who is that scary teenager Danny <laughs> This is great. Thank you. Your brother Danny bursts into the room all excited. I mean his his uh his cheeks were flushed.
1: <laughs> that just makes it sound so much worse.
0: <laughs> that is not
1: that's not appropriate.
0: He was very excited.
1: Yeah. <laughs> his cheeks were flushed and <laughs> panting rather hard and <laughs> Saxophone music playing in the background.
0: It sounded like he had been doing some That's very disgusting. vigorous exercise.
1: Yeah, very vigorous.
0: <laughs> One-handed, <laughs> he bursts into the room, and bursts. he goes bursts. I mean, he, the the door swung open and it very slammed boring. against the wall. It left an imprint from the door handle. <laughs> <laughs> he was very excited. <laughs> and without any prompting nobody acknowledged him except for the startle <laughs> and he goes did you hear about the new drummer for kiss he's a fox <laughs> now i don't know how kids refer to attractive females today but at the time that's how you did it. it is oh she's a fox yes i heard this i'm looking at him the state he was in i look at you and the panic and shock in everybody else's eyes (laughs) and i went oh (laughs) matt's brother is gay (laughs) (laughs) now i I had no idea that eric carr the new drummer for kiss had taken on the persona of a fox for the band from that day forward i had very little contact with danny and all that time not being a kiss fan not understanding the the connection between his statement and the band i thought he was gay all of a sudden years later he's marrying and i go oh well who's the lucky uh, young man <laughs> it's not official according to the law yet but you know good for him
1: <laughs> we're progressive
0: and then it turns out to be a woman and i was again confused
1: michelle thought he was gay too she thought, he, she thought he had gay lips.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does that mean?
1: I don't know. <laughs> but it, was, it made me laugh.
0: DSLs?
1: I guess. Right. <laughs> Plus, you know, my brother really does have, has no sense of humor about that stuff.
0: Oh, that's even better.
1: He's going to listen to that. He's going to get pissed off.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, since you uh, since we brought up KISS... Kiss, mm-hmm. as I know, is your favorite band. It is. Now, why is Kiss your favorite band?
1: Because Kiss is the greatest band ever.
0: And why is Kiss the greatest band ever?
1: Because I've said so.
0: <laughs> well, there you go.
1: Yeah. There you go. Yeah. What else do you need?
0: Nothing generates conversation like because I said so. <laughs>
1: well, there you go. <laughs> Now, here's my theory. Yes. Rock and roll came in three stages.
0: All right.
1: Chuck Berry invented it.
0: All right.
1: The Beatles made it popular. Okay. And Kiss perfected
0: it. And how did Kiss perfect it?
1: If you want an example, best thing to do is open up the Alive 2 album inside the picture. You look at that photograph, and that's everything you'll ever need to know. When space aliens come to this planet, and they say, Matt, what is rock and roll? That's the photograph I'm going to show them, and they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And then, because they're aliens, I'm going to shoot them, because I can make a lot of money. (laughs) So, (laughs) I mean, it's got to be practical about these things. When I was a little kid, the first time I saw them and heard them, I saw them on the Paul Lind Halloween special,
0: (laughs) right before Halloween. (laughs) That's fantastic. I can get a clip of that. Would you like to relax? A little chamber music.
1: A little chamber music. Oh, that would be nice. But uh, where are the musicians?
0: Locked up in a little chamber. <laughs> but I can summon them. Oh, they make such very soothing, quiet dinner music. You love them. We call them kiss.
1: Oh, not unless you brush your fangs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, boys, play something a little peaceful for Mr. Lynde.
1: And when and that's, I had never seen them or heard of them before that, and I'm telling you, it was a life-altering experience.
0: Why would Kiss go on the Paul Lynn special?
1: Because they weren't the, at the peak of their popularity yet, and they needed TV, It was a TV exposure. For they wouldn't put them on TV for some reason.
0: So you're you're you see them on that Paul Lind special?
1: Yeah, because up until that point, you only listened to. Yeah, the only band I knew of at the time was the Monkees, because I'd watch them after school. Hey, hey. And they they weren't the Monkees.
0: Did Davy Jones ever spit blood?
1: No, he did not. They didn't do anything like that.
0: Losers. Okay. Yeah,
1: exactly. See what I mean?
0: (laughs) All right, so after you saw them on that special, how did that change your life?
1: I was already obsessed with music to begin with. Uh Uh-huh. And it was like, that's it. That's what I want to do. That's the sound. That's the way I want to look. at look. And
0: did you have some idea of the sound or look you wanted before, or this was all fresh because of Kiss?
1: No, it was all fresh. I had never heard of ro- a hard rock band, really. Just the whole style of music. I had never heard it.
0: How did you uh, expand upon your knowledge of Kiss at eight years old?
1: At the time, I didn't because I missed the part where they said who they were. <laughs> <laughs> So I, even, even when I, I saw it, I didn't know who, who it was. I had missed that part of you know. I must have been wrestling on the floor. So when,
0: when you were watching this on the floor, were you exercising?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> was it Paul Stanley or Gene Simmons that made you exercise?
1: It <laughs> was no exercise. <laughs> I didn't even know who they were. It was a while later that, you know, like you saw them in the, in the record store okay. when we were at the record store for something. And I said, hey, that's them. And then I figured, figured out who they were.
0: How old were you then?
1: It was like you know, you're talking like a month or so later, or a week
0: later. So you're there with what? your mother or your father? Uh, my mother. All right, so you're there with your mother. How did you get that first album? Did you just say, I want to buy this? She said yes.
1: The first Kiss album I ever bought was double platinum. And then I got Alive 2 for, like, Christmas that year.
0: Do you remember who bought it for you? Santa. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I I guess. You still believe that, too. That's sweet.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, that's what it would have been, I guess, at the time.
0: So you got Kiss Alive 2 for Christmas from Santa. That's very sweet. Then you had uh, Christmas money. You went out and you bought you bought a uh, destroyer. Now, do you remember those as your favorite or does do your favorites come after that?
1: I don't know if I would say that was my favorite. I mean, I mean just, that was just the next one. All right. I, they're all my favorite. I couldn't get enough.
0: So now what would you call your favorite?
1: Uh, it depends on the, the mood. I'm in depending on which album I would, go. if I'm not going to go grab a CD and listen to one, it would just depend on what kind of a mood. I, was I can tell you that the, the top albums that I always grab,
0: all right, go for that.
1: More than others, I like uh, "Hotter Than Hell," their second album. "Unmasked" is probably in my top three, and then I really like Animalize. and then you got uh, "Revenge." That's a big one, early nineties.
0: Now that's one I remember. I, I actually own that one,
1: and I also really like the two they made with the Knot Brothers, "Monster" and uh, "Sonic Boom."
0: Who are the Knot Brothers?
1: Knot uh, Peter and Ace. Oh, (laughs) is that an ongoing joke? in
0: the thing I just numbed on a world.
1: No, people get pissed off about they wear Peter and Ace's makeup. Uh,
0: Neither are the guys who are pretending to be uh, Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons.
1: No, they are that they. (laughs) And now I understand what you're talking about. No, (laughs) they're still there. Uh, You always have to be insulted.
0: Those two fossils are playing for two hours. (laughs) <laughs> Their next album is going to be called Emphysema.
1: <laughs> anyway, those are the ones I like. All right,
0: all right. I like Revenge. I like that album very much. You, Of course, there's one song on Revenge I don't like. The anthem for every fucking pussy that's ever existed. God gave rock and roll to you that whining anthem of nonsense oh my god it's so embarrassing well it's terrible uh, admit it no i will not admit it (laughs) (laughs) admit it do it confess (laughs) if we were in the same room i'd have a gun to your head
1: do it. And you! I swear it'll be over quick.
0: That's horrible. Do you no, admit that's a terrible song? Be,
1: no, it's not a terrible song.
0: Terrible song.
1: I admit that it may not be one of their best.
0: Sniveling bullshit.
1: But it's a great song. Oh. I listen to it all the time. Great I as in
0: horrific. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. and
1: also the Ace really solo.
0: What did I have on it? What do you mean? What songs are on there? Yeah, a it hit. It's got to have a hit on it, right?
1: The hit was "New York Groove," and then he has a lot of other cool songs like "Rip It Out" or "Snowblind" and "Snowball," "Snowball,", <laughs> Snowball. <laughs> Eight Ball,"
0: "Sock Cucker."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That must have been a bonus track for the European release. I don't remember that song.
0: It was a big hit. Yeah. All right, now I know you have purchased a lot of Kiss garbage. I mean, uh, memorabilia.
1: I'm going to ignore it when you start saying shit like that. <laughs>
0: it's, so, offensive. it's offensive. to my doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Tear your tongue up by the root. That's right. So what's Kiss merchandise do you own?
1: I own a lot of stuff.
0: Thank you for the generality. I asked for a okay. specific. <laughs> what kind of car do you own? I own an automobile. That's right. <laughs> All right. Specifically, what do you own?
1: Well, I have books, magazines, bootleg records, and albums. Uh, I have the action figures. I have a trash can.
0: Do you put Stickers. the action figures That's in you. the trash can?
1: Yeah. See, I knew you were going to go. There. That's why I don't want to answer these damn questions. Because you, you just got to be a dick about it's it.
0: It's the only appropriate place for them. Yeah, thanks. Along with all the rest of that fucking garbage.
1: <laughs> oh, what a, what an original dig that is. You Not, know, it's like uh, my girlfriend's you keep saying, eh, you kiss dollies. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Yeah, You better recognize it ain't a fucking doll.
0: Do you comb their hair? What? Do you have no, a tea party? <laughs> no, I do not. Do you put down rose petals and lay Paul Stanley down so that he's his legs are up in a V and he's holding his hands in his palms?
1: See, you're the sick one because that's what you're thinking of.
0: No, that's a, that's a picture I remember. Some, some stupid fucking metal mag.
1: <laughs> so embarrassing. <sighs> you're offensive
0: all right a few years ago i know 7-eleven your
1: language offensive
0: what <laughs> you should be used to it especially about kiss Ugh. a few years ago 7-eleven put out kiss slurpee cups
1: well big gulp cups not slurpee
0: big gulp oh i apologize so kiss put out
1: get it right you're gonna be insulted
0: i apologize a few years ago 7-eleven put out kiss big gulp cups
1: Yes, for the Sonic Boom tour.
0: So how many of these worthless plastic tchotchkes did you buy? They're
1: not worthless plastic tchotchkes. They're, they're
0: cups. Did you take them and put them directly into a dumpster? <laughs> yeah, what this interview, though.
1: <laughs> no, I got a whole sleeve of them.
0: Whole sleeve? How many is in a sleeve?
1: Enough to have a... You know, like
0: Way too many.
1: Two or three of the same cups.
0: All right. And do you do you hide these away like? A...
1: <laughs> no, I don't hide them away. I dress up like Pippi Longstockings and dance around the in the neighborhood.
0: <laughs> Jackass. Where do you uh, where do you have these big gulp cups? I, I hate so much. What? <laughs> where do you have these big gulp cups?
1: They're on the bookshelf. In the... uh, It's like a game room. (laughs) I'm going to get real profane in a minute. Just
0: just to warn you now. So when people enter the game room, do you warn them?
1: No, I don't warn them. They don't need to be warned. They need to be properly displayed.
0: So you're displaying plastic cups.
1: Displaying them is not the right word.
0: What would be the right word?
1: They're just up there.
0: Like in a museum, they're just up there. Yeah. And the Mona Lisa just, like, just up there. It is. So I'm there sure. is there is a like, little bit of shame about putting them out no there. There's no shame. Displaying plastic cups. What prevented you from throwing them straight into the trash once you realized you'd See, and wasted your you, money? Then you
1: wonder why I'm hostile when I get on here. This is what
0: I'm subjected to. All right. I apologize. We'll change the subject. I, yeah. So how many times did you fall for that last tour nonsense?
1: I'm sorry. What? You're breaking up. <laughs>
0: Year after year after year. It's the last it's tour. It's not
1: year after year. It's, this is the last tour because that's it.
0: The Broken Hip Tour. All right.
1: It's called The End of the Road, or as I like to say, Beating a Dead Horse. <laughs> that,
0: that was 15 years ago.
1: <laughs> and as I've explained, the, the first time around was not a farewell. Not a farewell they were leaving. It was a farewell to the original band. That was the end of it.
0: Didn't that happen in the 80s? i think it was
1: 1980 no. <laughs> no i'm talking about after the reunion
0: i don't you i don't think you understand eric eric Cart was a fox <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah and now he's dead thank you bringing up that painful I don't know.
0: so danny was masturbating to a dead man okay go ahead because uh... i remember you came back to virginia you were living where were you living in uh st louis
1: I was living in Texas.
0: Texas, okay. You were living in Texas. So the
1: first farewell tour I was living in Texas. And I saw him twice in Texas, and then I came up to Manassas, and then we went.
0: And it was, I remember, uh, what's the guy, uh, Cat Scratch Fever?
1: Ted Nugent, he opened.
0: Yeah, so it was Ted Nugent opening for a kiss. And a good time was had by all.
1: It was. It was a great show. I laughed, I cried, I swallowed myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So how many more times did you see the last time you were ever going to see KISS? Countless, I'm assuming.
1: Look, I have never missed a tour or a concert since 1979.
0: So you're a KISS zombie. I mean, part of the KISS army.
1: Well, I should be uh, in charge of it by now.
0: (laughs) You're a five-star
1: general. Exactly. The first time, I was 12, and I got to see uh, the Dynasty tour, which was the last tour of the original band.
0: Was that like seventy nine? Nineteen
1: seventy nine, July eighth, nineteen seventy nine, at the Capitol Center in Landover, Maryland. I actually have a a video copy of that show, like a bootleg video of the whole concert. Greatest night ever. How old were you? Twelve.
0: So it's been all downhill since then.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I kind of peaked at that point. Thank you. Yeah, way to bring you down. Thank you.
0: <laughs> you said it, man. <laughs>
1: I said one of the greatest nights ever. Oh, did
0: you? I don't think so. I think you said greatest well, night had, ever. I've
1: had other good nights.
0: You were still a virgin, right?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a compliment to the ladies you've been with. Let me
1: think. Let me think. When I was 12, yeah.
0: You chose kiss over ever getting laid. <laughs> no.
1: Oh, shit. <laughs>
0: Okay, so this segment is called Going to the Movies with Matt. You and I went to see the movie Basic Instinct in the theaters. We did? Yes. We're sitting in the theater and we're watching the movie, and in front of us is an older couple. They were in their late 40s, early 50s. And a sex scene comes on, and the husband starts rubbing his wife's back. He's starting to get into it. and She's wearing a sweater, and he's... Oh. His yeah. calloused hands on the sweater was like sandpaper.
1: It's like a scratchy sound And I had the package of Twizzlers. Yes. <laughs>
0: so the sex scene's going on. He's starting to get into it. He's getting a little familiar in public.
1: <laughs> I took the Twizzlers and started beating it on my leg. <laughs> Making like sex noises. Like, oh, oh, like I'm getting off. And I just went, oh, oh, oh. Oh boy and her head whipped around like the exorcist.
0: Your exact words were oh yeah, this is a good one.
1: Oh, here comes the cook uh, I'm a class actor, what can I say? It was the it right
0: was like, thing to do. That guy's getting off right in front of us, it's like yeah, ew.
1: They calmed down after that.
0: Thank goodness nobody wanted to see that.
1: This like when I worked at the movie theater. I was, you know, I was a projectionist, and I would go up there and I would just start just throwing ice. Through the <laughs> <laughs> so i was be like, I love watching. I'm going to make it snow. They just started throwing ice through the hole. <laughs> uh, I got fired from that job.
0: I wonder why. So,